0: As you guys know, I spend most of my career focusing on business value creation, understanding what the best companies do to improve performance. Now, let's forget about those companies for today, and let's talk about what value creation means for you and me. If you and I want to thrive in business, how do we create value for it? The biggest learning from my career is simply this. The ability to create value is the biggest predictor of success as an employee, a consultant, or a vendor. Not education, not experience, not strategic thinking. Measurable value creation. Now you may say, of course it is. We all create value. That's what we all do. But do we really? Let's take a look. Everything we do at work is either creating value or destroying value. I know it sounds harsh, but it is true for all of us. We are all evaluated based on our contributions. Depending on the role you play, you may have direct impact on business outcomes like revenues and costs or not. In fact, some roles are almost always perceived value creating, like sales and product development. However, there are some others like back-office functions that are considered cost-of-doing business, like finance, IT, and HR. Now, most businesses never bother to really understand where value comes from. And that is because it is really hard to attribute value to the right teams and the right processes. Did the customer sign a contract because sales was persuasive? Or was it because the new product was so compelling? Or was it because of their past experience with customer service? Or because the legal team was flexible? Or because the CFO is friends with the CEO? Attributing success to specific teams is hard. And because of that, most businesses assume it's sales and operations that makes most value creations happen. Or the executive team. Or marketing. Every business has traditions on who to credit for success tribal traditions, if you will. The problem is that these assumptions drive significant investment decisions. If you believe sales drives results, you should hire as many salespeople as possible. If you think it's product development, you spend all your capital on engineers. I know some tech companies that spend more on lawyers than developers because they believe IP protection creates the most value and not products. On the other hand, I have worked with businesses Where the conversation around valuation got very, very specific and measurable. In my consulting days, I had a very demanding customer who was set on transforming their business. One day, he summoned all of us, the consultants, the executive team, to the boardroom. He sat us down, looked around, and said this to us Each of you are either adding value or destroying value from my business, and I want to know which one. And then he went on to ask each and everybody to explain how they added value to the business. Needless to say, there was chill in the room and total confusion. And each person and team defined their value their own way. There was no consistent definition about adding value to the business. Some people claim strategic vision. As value others claim better customer service cost reduction revenue growth some talked about keeping processes running efficiently the ceo listened to all of us and kept asking them the same question how does that grow my revenues and reduce my costs we all faltered that day that was the day i got into focusing on how different teams and technologies actually create value or not in any business There's an inner circle of value creators. Now, they're not called that, but you recognize them. They are the ones that bring in the revenue or optimize the costs. Overall, they are driving cash flow and profitability. I believe everyone should be part of that inner circle, whether you're an employee, an executive, or a supplier. Now, think about it. You may see a vendor selling into an IT group. There's no conversation about value creation, no conversation about revenue growth or cost reduction. And the reason is because the buyer is not part of that inner circle. Maybe even their boss is not part of the inner circle. So those questions don't get asked. When they ask for their technology project to be approved, then they meet the real value creators. It may be the CFO or the CEO. The reason their budget isn't approved because it does not create value for the business. Now, it doesn't mean it's not innovative or strategic. It simply means this. In the time horizon that the business plans for, the project will not improve revenues or reduce costs. And I do mean time horizons. Some businesses are willing to look at the long-term revenue growth of a technology project. And for them, the same project may be super valuable. If your business is planning for short-term though, the same idea will not be valuable. Simple as that. Ideally, we should all work for companies where the planning horizon matches our value creation horizon. If we think our ideas can create value for the company over three years, then work for a company that likes planning in three-year horizons, right? Now a supplier needs to do the same. Sell vision to those who are buying long-term visions and sell tactics to those that are tactical buyers. If the business does not understand the value you are creating it is often a sign that you are not focusing on what is perceived to be value creating now in my experience there are five universal ways to think about our value creation whether we're an employee an executive or a supplier or a consultant the same strategies apply the closer you focus on adding value in those areas the more valuable you are to the firm. And that is the ticket to join the inner circle of value creators. So area number one, growth. There is no wonder that the highest paid positions are about revenue growth and expansion. I believe in most businesses, focusing on growth is the surest way of creating value or a career. Growth may not always be revenues. It could be customer acquisitions. New customer projects, better marketing, better customer engagement. If your career helps the business grow, or if your project drives growth, you are in the inner circle of value creators. Second area is simplicity. Simplicity is low cost and efficient. Complexity is expensive and inefficient. Simpler processes, simpler interactions, simpler operations are almost always cheaper and more efficient. Therefore, more valuable. Reducing the number of competing initiatives or number of suppliers are great ways to drive simplicity, lower cost, and value. Complexity is the enemy of value creation. The third area to consider is speed. The faster you get things done, you typically create more value. This is a clear about faster cycles, cell cycles or faster collections, manufacturing cycle time, faster order processing time. Anytime you focus on speed, you drive more value. Simple as that. Focusing on doing the same activities in half the time can literally double the value of certain processes. There's a massive latency in most organizations. The little delays of hours and emails and task handoffs often add up to weeks. All those impact the cash cycle and literally reduce the value of a company. Creating projects that accelerate processes is massively value-adding. Speed is a value creator. Number four, and this is complex, business model. (laughs) People may struggle trying to optimize revenue and growth if they're operating within the wrong business model. You can be a blockbuster of video rentals with super optimized processes and simplicity, but if your business model is ineffective, you will fail. Optimizing business models is an act of value creation. That means building the right partnerships, the right value propositions, channels, and customer connections. Revising business models is typically reserved for the executive suite. Digital value creation is a business model strategy. Digitizing parts of the business model can build simplicity, speed, better customer experience in the process. And the fifth area is going big. None of the above value drivers matter unless they make a material impact in the business. Whatever you and I do in value creation should be meaningful, impactful, sizable. We should not be dabblers and experimenters. In my experience, every business has a certain level of financial impact it considers big. Sometimes at 10% of revenues or maybe 5% of cost. Whatever we do with our projects or careers should make a meaningful impact on the business in those terms. The ultimate success in business is to be considered a value creator. There are ultimate rainmakers, turnaround experts, and growth gurus. Whether you and I are employees, executives, consultants, or vendors, we should think about the five ways we can add value any business. To be a value creator, we should be working in jobs or on projects that impact these five levers. And if something doesn't add value, then just stop it and move on. Talk soon.